Welcome to another Second Mix Saturday. We are back in the studio with Kyle DeMann. My name is Matthew Bennett. We're going to continue talking about the cycles of complexity, and we're going to talk a little bit about health and more. You can find Kyle at growthfactornetwork.com, and if you want to refer to the chart that we're talking about, the graphic can be found at secondmix.net slash Kyle. How are you doing, Kyle? Hey, man. Thanks. I'm doing good. So last time we were talking, we left off. You were starting to talk about health and how health relates to running your business and starting a business and trying to do all of these things that we want to do. So how does, yeah, how does health relate to all that? You know, it's, it's on one hand, it's obvious, right? Like we think about this in terms of, okay, well, if you don't have your health, you, you know, we all kind of know that on a certain level, but the day-to-day grind, the, the habits we were raised with, the parents, you know, that we were, that we were raised by for many of us, Matt, you know, we've had these conversations Health just wasn't really, you know, how to be proactive about your health and diet wasn't really, you know, wasn't on the tip of everybody's tongues. And uh, uh, thankfully, we, we live in a time where it's more, more accessible and more available. But um, with every one of my clients, with anybody who, who comes to me and says, hey, I want to grow my business. You know, we want to run Facebook ads. We want to, you know, we want to do the things I am in a certain way looking to see, okay, you know. Uh, growing a business is challenging and, and it requires a certain amount of stamina and you know your your ability to have a uh, what I call high performance health is um, not always a popular conversation but it's an important one and the nice thing is it doesn't have to be um, you know people say oh I got to go eat a bunch of vegetables every day and I can't eat the things I like and I, I'm not a dietitian I'm not an expert in this but I've I've built my own path to health as you have Matt and uh, um, the, the simple idea to say is this, is that if you don't feel good and energetic in your body, you're not going to be showing up as your best self to, to build the business that you want, or even the career that you want. Jim Rohn even right. said some people don't do well because they don't feel well. So that's a, that's a perfect summation of that. It was true for me, Matt. I, you know, this isn't about me talking to somebody from, you know, some high tower. I, I know for me in my twenties, you know, I would, I would want to eat well, but I had habits and even most importantly, some friends around me that didn't really like to eat well. And, uh, if we don't respect our bodies, if we don't respect ourselves, um, you know, it's pretty hard for us to be able to help others in a powerful way. And at the end of the day, that's what business is, right? Your ability to help others transform and get what they want. And, um, uh, Matt, I think, I think it's important. Let's refer back to the uh, cycle of complexity chart here, because, uh, we were talking on the last, um, the last episode about, the different things that can stop you from getting to that new result, right? We had that chart laid out. Yes. Uh, Matt, you have that. There's that link somewhere. I think you there'll, can post be, there'll be a link in the description. So we have the idea of the old result and then the new result. If you look at the graph, you know, we're, we're tracking over time where we were and where we want to go. And um, there's some things in the middle there, danger zones we'll talk about a little later today. But I want to talk about the distractions and the thunderstorms up at the top because, um, uh, we talked about magnetic idea distractions earlier on, and um, that's the idea that once you get out and take action, all kinds of new things are going to come to you, and you're going to find yourself in this this, this zone of un- almost unlimited possibility. This happens. It doesn't even surprise me anymore, Matt. When I when I bring somebody through Growth Factor, and we help them get clear on what they want, what they really want out of their business, out of their career, and we start mapping a process that's going to get them paid well to do what they like to do. What happens is they get out there and take action and they feel great because they're lined up. And then all these new opportunities come and I call them magnetic idea distractions. They, 
it's almost like, oh, look at this over here. I'll look at that over there. I'll look at this over here. And it's almost like death by distraction or death by abundance. And, and the things that show up aren't, you know, opportunities are not revenue in the bank. And as a business, it's, 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 it's up to us to turn opportunities into sustainable revenue that supports our family. You know, that's what a business essentially is. What we have to first guide people through, through this, through this cycle of complexity is all these opportunities are going to come up first of all. And you can say, oh, I want to take this. I'm going to do this opportunity. I'm going to go up here. And then, then sometimes your health can be a, can be a, you know, a, a limiting factor. So that's why health quickly becomes um, an important point. And that's what gets to the second aspect. Well, let me, let me stop you for one second. Sure. You sure. are saying, you are saying that just trying to go after all these opportunities, we have to start ignoring something. And a lot of times that is health that we ignore to go after well, these some, other. Something usually has to give. And, and, you know, Matt, we spent the last conversation there, part one, guys, if you haven't seen part one, you might even want to pause this, go back and catch that first. Then we'll catch the second one. It'll make a lot more sense to you. Um, but Matt, this is, you know, I think we, you know, we did key on this in it. You know, you're going to have, you know, your, your uncle down the street that's been unemployed for 15 years and he kind of, you know, maybe isn't on the up and up and he's going to say, Hey, I saw you're starting a business and you're on Facebook. I want to talk to you. There's one idea distraction. There's one thing that could be a distraction or an opportunity, or you might find a business down the street that's reputable. He's been around for a long time and, and, you know, he, he, he heard about it. He wants to talk to you too. These things all happen when you get your message right and you get out there and start talking about it and you have to know how to navigate these things. And really, um, you know, we talked about how Knowledge doesn't create transformation. It's, it's, I've come to the belief, Matt, that it's about community. It's about not just about watching a video and taking action. It's about, okay, I watched the video, I took action, and all these things are showing up in my life now. Now, what do I do with them? And this is where having a team to communicate with, and this is why I created the Growth Factor Network, to have a place where you know, every Wednesday you know that you can get on and talk with somebody who's produced results in business, somebody who's navigated these things. And, you know, Matt, we've enjoyed those conversations over the last, what, maybe a year and a half now. And, and it's, yes. it's how you navigate these things that makes the difference, in my opinion. Uh, Matt, I don't know if that answered answer to that question at all. or Yeah, it definitely did. Making lasting change is just about awareness and things can become you know, I say that there's God and then there's religion, right? To use a philosophical concept. And religion is sort of what you might say, man's interpretation of God. And, you know, everybody enjoys different relationships with their spirituality. You know, it's all unique. And the same with health, even the same with business. There's no one right or wrong way to do any of this. So, you know, this idea of thinking that I or anybody else has the ultimate solution. And you know, that's really, that's really sold out there, isn't it, these days, Matt, in terms of, yes. oh, look at me and look at my boat and you should you should run my business plan. And Well, no, like your business plan is about you and where you're at. And um, maybe that's a bit of a digression, but that's important to me, Matt. And I think I think uh, you keyed into that idea that like, you know, that you should never have to feel bad about where you are because you're on your journey. Right. And it's 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 you're ahead of some people and you're and you're behind some others and it'll always be that way. So, like, you know the more we can relax about where we are and not judge ourselves or others, the clearer we all show up and do better work. So. Yes. That definitely sounds like a beautiful way to live too. Yeah. It's not always easy, but uh, you know, it's amazing when you can build a community that's of like mind, like we have and the the people that we bring into our work zones, uh, you know, it gets easier, doesn't it? Yeah. When you're around people who are focused on that kind of thing, yeah, your life, then you start leaning on those people. You start, uh, you know, 
for just the emotional support and and knowing that you're around people who are going through and understand everything that you're going through. Mm-hmm. That is very helpful. Yeah, I love it in a in a supportive way, in a way that's not competitive. We, you know, in the inner circle of your business, if you feel like you're competing with your business partner or with your spouse or even the people that are trying to help you, if you feel like there's a the inner circle of your of your life and business, in my opinion, you know, you should never feel like you have to compete or outperform. And it's about support. And uh, maybe there's a bit of a you know a tangent map, but uh, sometimes it's these these simple things that that can, you know, when the brain is relaxed, that's when it's going to come up with its best ideas. So I think that's enough for that for that topic. We can go there another day, maybe. So if we look at the chart here, Matt, are you ready to move to the uh, to the chart? Move on with the chart here. I am. Yes. Okay. So if we look at the chart here at the top, we have two thunderclouds, which are the things that can give you a bit of trouble if you're not aware of them. And this, this second one will, stops a lot more people than, than when you go to start a business or you go to grow your business. It's the things you don't see coming that often stop you. And your outdated mental image, which is that person that you think you used to be or the thing, person you used to be compared to the person that you're becoming because you're reading books, you're getting training like this. You know the things you're you're digesting now are going to want to cause you to to go to that new level, and you know that outdated mental image can be a challenge, especially with people in your life who may not be supportive, or people that may be competitive, or gossiping, or whatever the case may be. They will call you out on that new person you're trying to be, and they say, "Oh, I know who you are," and kind of hold you back. And you know this this maybe this does connect to what we were just talking about, Matt. That um, sometimes you have to say no to some friends for a while, and and you know maybe make a new community or, or join new friends online, and um, you know, for a little while until you can secure yourself in that new, that new vision of who you're becoming, because the outdated mental image, um, shows up as a term called imposter syndrome, which is, you know, kind of sounds like something your doctor might tell you or somebody, a psychiatrist might tell you, but to put it simply for anybody who hasn't heard of it, or if you have heard of it, never got a clear definition. It essentially means this, that when you get out there with a clear message and a clear vision, like we were talking about, you're going to get these opportunities. You're going to find one that's worth going after. And then you're going to say, holy crap, I'm, I'm now doing business with people that are, you know, I never even thought I was maybe worthwhile doing, you know, worth doing business with. And who am I? You start asking yourself questions like, who am I to be guiding these people on this area of expertise? And you get nervous. And it's one, that's all perfectly natural. It's part of the evolution. Two, this is where your community and your support group really can come in to help you. You know, hey, guys, I got that big call, right? I got this big meeting on Thursday. What, how do I make sure I'm ready, right? And you have people around you to, to, um, to talk to you and to, to coach you through it. Um, Matt, anything you want to add to that in terms of the outdated mental image? With the imposter syndrome, one of the things that really helped me get through the imposter syndrome was to uh, picture a line and you are somewhere on that line and that line represents information and information is infinite. And mm. it, you're somewhere on that line. So if, if all knowledge is to the right side and zero knowledge is to the left side, wherever you are on that line, you're learning from the people to the right of you. And you should constantly be learning from the people to the right of you. Mm. And mm, you're teaching the people to the left of you and you should constantly be teaching the people to the left of you. That <laughs> helped me get over imposter syndrome when, when I envisioned it that way. And that actually came from one of your coaching sessions, even though you didn't say it just like that. 
Okay. It made me think of that. And I drew that line right after the session. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, I, I like that, that uh, like a jellyfish through the ocean, right? You're always moving, you know, in this ebb and flow, but always moving forward. And, and you know, by teaching, we, we, we help others and elevate ourselves at the same time. And uh, uh, that's a beautiful analogy. I, I like it. All right. So guys, I want to leave you with a tip here on outdated mental image before we uh, move forward here. Um, this is going to sound crazy, but I learned this in my sports career. I was a, a semi-pro motocrosser. I was traveling around the country for almost a decade. I was in magazines. I got, you know, it was a really, it was a blast. It was a, a wild time, but I learned a lot about, um, how to, you know, kind of do this at a rapid pace where you're, where you're, you know, you're climbing the ranks in sport, right. And you're, and you're now racing with some of the best people in the country. And it was kind of the same thing. You say, wow, who am I to be out here doing these things? And I read, a, I read a sports performance book that talked about creative visualization. And this is just very simply when you wake up in the morning or when you're in a relaxed state um, where you're listening to some music, whatever the case may be, where you're being still, as you visualize yourself doing the things that you want to be doing in your career and doing it with a smile on your face in that easy, that easy state. And that mental visualization is real to your body. Your body doesn't know whether you, what you visualize is real or what you're seeing in this world is, re, is real. So if you create that mental image and, and it will automatically impress into your subconscious and you will see yourself moving and advancing faster in your life. And you'll, it's, it's not, of course, it's not magic, whatever that word means, but it's, it works pretty dang close to magic. Matt, do you ever, do you ever get into uh, mental visualization at all? Yes, I do all the time. I, it started with uh, hearing something about performers who were nervous when they practiced to picture themselves on their instrument as they're practicing on stage in front of people. Every single time I sit down at the piano to practice for the last 25 years, I have visualized myself being in front of a crowd mm -hmm. and I've never for 25 years been nervous on stage. Hmm. That sounds like an excellent, uh, uh, exercise of that or expression of that. Um, I always like to call back to anybody's, you know, whether it's music or sports or even something that you excelled at in your youth, anybody listening to this, excellence is always built on excellence, strength on strength, abundance on abundance. And you want to look back to times in your life where you had some degree of excellence over something and look at the patterns and the traits that you had around that. And you can apply that to your career or anything else that you want to do in life. And um, uh, it sounds silly guys. I just want to say this one last thing and we'll move forward, but somebody who's spending the time to journal, to write out the things that they want, their goals, to spend a little time in creative visualization. Um, that's the difference between somebody who, who excels to the top and it almost looks like they're not even trying or that it looks like they're having an easy time with it. Or the difference between somebody who struggles and fails and is challenged and not that you want to have challenges and not that you might not have struggles once in a while, but this is the type of alignment that you do that, that will, it's hard to explain how it, it shows up in, in you and in your power and in your message and in your ability to talk to others about what you believe in, in your business or your career. And um, sometimes it's a little things, Matt, isn't it? That add up to be the big things. Yes. Yes, it is. Even like you were saying, doing my journal every single day, writing in my journal, writing about how I can get better, what I did wrong, all of that stuff 
just keeps mm-hmm. me thinking about it. And my life keeps growing and growing and growing. And I'm applying things now that I've read in books that I never even said I'm going to start applying that in my life. It just mm-hmm. comes naturally because of the process of planning and journaling and reflecting on it. Planting a seed in fertile soil is what comes up for me there. You, you've, you've done the, you know, the, the fertilization work, I guess, for lack of a more elegant analogy that when now when you plant seeds or you have, you have that nourishment to call on, maybe is the, is it that you've invested prior knowledge or something like that? Yes, that is, that is kind of what it feels like. And sometimes when you're reflecting, that's, that's plowing the, that's plowing the field. You're mm-hmm. churning up junk that you don't even want churned up. But, mm-hmm. but when you make it a, a habit or a process to reflect often, mm-hmm. you churn that junk up and it comes up to the top. And then, and, but then it's, yeah. fertile. it's fertile for planting those seeds and taking in the information that you're reading in books and watching on YouTube videos and listening to podcasts and episodes like this. Yeah, I love that, Matt. You know, the idea of, you know, we, what we might call junk in our life or the things that we don't want, right? Like, oh, this is, you know, I want to go grow a business, but now I got to, I got to deal with this shit, right? You got to, that word is interesting where when I hear people say that, I'm like, well, what are you defining as shit or shitty, you know? And, and in a lot of ways in a crop analogy, that's fertilizer and your challenges in your life. I think we keyed on this in the last video a little bit, Matt, but the ugliest things that have happened to you in your life, especially your own mistakes, those can all be transformed into the gifts that you can give others, the lessons that you've had to learn the hard way. Everything, in some ways, the darker the path, the, the brighter the journey can be, if you're willing to, as, as Matt was saying, to, to dig into it a little bit, get your hands in the dirt, till it up a bit. And what you get is a ripe, uh, fertile uh, ground for planting those seeds. Let's get to this, looking back at our chart here, let's get to the new result, right? The sunshine on the top right corner here. Um, uh, one last thing here, um, as you get to that new opportunity, as that new situation presents itself to you, um, you're going to the subconscious mind, and this comes back to your outdated mental image, your old subconscious beliefs, that shadow work that sometimes gets to happen as we up-level our life. And believe me, when you've got an opportunity that's going to cause you to up-level or something that's going to take you to a new level, you will feel fear. You will feel these old excuses. And sometimes even friends and family will reflect them to you. And you've got to recognize Many, many times with friends and family and even yourself, these things are subconscious. These, these, these aspects are showing up one last time to say, is this the new you or is this the old you? And you get to choose very simply. And if you can maintain neutrality through this, you don't have to give these things an emotional charge, although sometimes you may want to out of habit. But the subconscious or your relatives or people around you, when you're ready to up-level or join that new program or, or sign up for this, they're going to say, well, we don't want to see you get hurt. Or who are you to be doing this? And even as you go give a talk, Matt, I know you've given some great speeches in, in your day. I've, I've been there for some of them. Before you get on that stage, what's going through your head? What, what kind of things if you want to, we can use you as an example here. Well, uh, <clears throat> when I first started out doing it, it was that I'm not really good enough to be doing this and I better just mm-hmm. get up there and, and, and nail it. And I would actually probably spend far too long memorizing what I wanted to say or writing it out 17 different times until it was perfect because I was scared to improv. I was scared to say what might pop up in my mind. Interesting. 
Yeah, you know, there, there's different ways to give a speech or to, to go into a new thing, and maybe being a little overprepared is better than being underprepared. Um, but those those voices is what I was keying into, Matt, and I have them. Everybody has them. I'll bet you anybody, even even professional speakers that you know, or anybody who's out doing you know things at a high level, they still have fears from time to time. And you know, we have these voices that come up, and we don't have to listen to them. That's the amazing thing about them. Not that we want to suppress them or or whatever, but we all come up with these excuses when we're ready to up level and get to that next that next opportunity. And, and whether we choose to believe them, they're believable too. Those excuses sound really good sometimes. And if you ignore them and move towards that new result, you might fall on your face this time, but the next time you're going to see this pattern that we're talking about, this cycle of complexity pattern, that once you see it's a pattern, you can much more readily move through it and say, oh, I know this happens every time. This just means I'm about ready to do something cool and big. I've done this, you know, a couple times before. I'm probably going to be fine. Here's my, I got my blueprint. I got my outline. I had a conversation with my mentor the other day. I'm good to go. And you can put your subconscious to ease and growth doesn't have to feel chaotic or stressful or, or you know, risky like that. And, and if you understand this pattern a bit, you know, as Matt and I have, um, it, what comes up is a tremendous amount more courage, not, not a reckless, not a reckless cavalier attitude of, of, you know, going in, just breaking down walls, but you can show up powerfully. You can listen to others carefully and provide your best advice and feedback as an expert or an authority in whatever it is you do. And, and people will resonate with that, that you're open, you're relaxed, and, you know, you know a skill, you have something that can help others. Guys, we're going to get into the danger zones. We're going to cover the three danger zones in the next episode here. Matt, any, anything else you want to you round out this conversation with? Just one last thing based on what you were saying is that sure. it's hard to see this on this side of time, but it is good to fall on your face. Mm. Good <laughs> to get out there and try and mess up. Now, mm. it's not good to try and mess up on purpose, but it is good to make an effort that will almost invariably be opposed. That effort's going to be opposed somehow. But when you make that effort and fall on your face, then you know what it's like. Then you know what's opposing you. Then you know what you have to work at to get through. Mm. I love that. Guys, one, one thing I'll say about that, and I support that a thousand percent, Matt. And it's, you know, how you do things will determine whether they're, whether they're easy or hard. And you can set yourself up to fail where you can always get back up again. And that means when you start a business, when you grow your business, if you're if you're trying to sign a, a loan that's making you nervous or feels like it's a lot of debt or pressure, like don't do it. You can take small risks in your business day to day incrementally, and that way, if you do have a failure, it's not catastrophic. All right, everybody, we'll see you next time. Thank you, Kyle, and thank you all for listening to the Saturday episode. If you like what you've been hearing, please give me five stars and subscribe. It'll help a lot more people find this show and I will be forever grateful. If you know of anyone who would benefit, please join me in my mission and share this with them. I'll be back with the regular episodes every Monday and Thursday. Until next time, keep reflecting, revising, and remixing your life. I'll see you soon.